I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Down the blind, Andrew Jones. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won the grand final. He's got the ball. Jared Hayes. Oh, a superstar, superhuman. Collie Montelite. The speed of a bullet. He hits it. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Now, yesterday I launched a new podcast where I essentially opened a pack of footy cards from sometime over the last decade, sometimes even further back. I think yesterday we had 2017. So today I'm going to dive into a pack from 2010. So obviously 10 years ago. So a lot of these guys probably retired by now. A couple of them, if they were young blokes, they'd still be running around. But 10 years, you know, it's a long time. I mean, 10 years ago, the Dragons were the Premiers. Seems like an age ago now. Um, they beat the Sydney Roosters in that grand final that year that Todd Carney came from absolutely nowhere and absolutely blew the game apart. Uh, I mean, Wayne Bennett, he's coached four teams since then. Pretty wild. Uh, this is the year that the Melbourne Storm, we had the salary cap drama. Yeah, this is 2010. This is the year that it all blew up. They had those premierships from the previous years taken off them. It's been a... It was a pretty wild year in rugby league. Like, you know, nothing we've ever seen before. And that's how we're describing 2020. But until then, 2010, it was absolutely wild this season. So uh, to dive into these cards, it'll be really interesting. Going to give them an open now. All right, let's see how we go. Okay, the first card, we've got Michael Luck from the New Zealand Warriors. Uh, Michael Luck, you know, one of the toughest defenders we've ever seen. One of those really old school workhorses that you probably don't quite hear enough about. I mean, he was a sensational footballer, uh, obviously a real stalwart for the New Zealand Warriors, played in that 2011 grand final that they lost to the Manly Seagulls. He's a really smart guy too, uh, apparently. So I've heard, I remember when I had Isaac John on my podcast and I've heard him talk about that when he was injured, um, he sort of turned to Michael Luck to help him out. I mean, he introduced him to books and it's a lot of where his business mind came from, Michael Luck. So he sort of comes across as this, you know, hard-head man head forward, but he really was so much more. So a really interesting guy there, Michael Luck. Our next card, Matty Gillette. Gillette, the best a man can get. Uh, Matty Gillette obviously retired... When did he retire? At the end of 2019? I, I actually think that the Matt Gillette retire is a big reason behind 
the Broncos' downfall. I think he's sort of the forgotten man in all this that um, they did lose. You know, he would have been their captain. He would have been their first-choice captain by a country mile. A sensational footballer, Matt Gillette. Um, obviously, he played a number of games for Queensland. He's pretty young in this photo, to be honest with you. Wow, he's, he was the Dallium Rookie of the Year in 2010, the card says. So that was, the, that was this year, yeah. Sensational stuff. So his career only went for nine years. I think he had uh, some neck injuries at the back end that kept him... I think he only played a handful of games across his last two seasons, which was terrible. But when Matt Gillette was at his best, you know, one of the first picked in the Queensland team, one of the first picked in the Australian team, a real quality back rower that unfortunately his career was it was cut short too early. I mean, he would have only been 28, 29 when he retired, realistically. He still had so much more to give. Unfortunate how that went. Our next card is Joel Reddy, back in his Parramatta Eels days. Yeah, wow. Okay, so Joel Reddy, uh, obviously the son of Rod Reddy, uh, one of the great dragons over the years, uh, came through in this Parramatta side, played in that 2009 side where they went all the way to the grand final. Uh, it's funny, I remember when I spoke to Brett Vinch, he, he had a story that involved Joel Reddy where he um, he heard him do an interview during the week about marking Greg Inglis, and he sort of said, oh, you know, I've just got a man up on my man. I've just got to keep my eyes on him, and Finchie sort of went, oh, beautiful. His eyes are going to be on GI. We can get a back rower through on his inside shoulder, and of course, the first try of the 2009 Grand Final, Finchie puts uh, Ryan Hoffman over for the first meaty. Really interesting, you know, hearing the, uh, inside the mind of a half, listening to Joel Reddy say something in the media and picking up on it, and then executing a play, and uh, just sense uh, a really good story there. I thoroughly enjoyed it, but Joel Reddy um, he's had a bit of an up and down career realistically uh, he ended up at the South Sydney Rabbitohs there as well um, he's a much maligned guy I think he had a lot of talent but it's you know it'd be tough coming through as Rod Reddy's son I think I think it's I think it's something that we don't completely understand as fans how difficult it can be for guys coming through who are sons of legends I've got my podcast with Jackson Hastings coming over the next few weeks and he talks about it it's you know, it sort of helps you a little bit coming through the juniors, but it puts a lot of pressure on you and a lot of expectations. So sort of feel for Joel Reddy there, to be honest with you. Next one, wow, isn't this a blast from the past? Nathan Gardner out of the Cronulla Sharks. Now, I remember being at the SFS, wow, 2011, 2012 maybe, and he scored one of the best tries I've ever seen. Um, he, I think he went the full length of the Sharks. It was against the Roosters. He he put Brayton Astor on ice skates. He was slipping and sliding everywhere. And I just remember he sort of ran up the left touchline and he literally ran diagonally all the way to the right touchline to score in the corner. I'm sure it'll be on YouTube somewhere if you type up Nathan Gardner. I'm sure it's the first thing to come up. I'm not really sure what happened to Nathan Gardner. I don't recall him playing for any other clubs. I'm not sure if he went to England. I'm not sure what happened to him. But, geez, he was a superstar out, out the back for the Cronulla Sharks. I remember that time Jamal Idris tackled him as well. I think he had him by the ducks and he showed a bit of his cracks, swinging him around like a cowboy. That was pretty wild. But Nathan Gardner, he really was a talented footballer. He looked like he was going to be absolutely anything. A bit of a smaller body out the back, but he really he had so much raw ability, it wasn't even funny. Our next man from the Manly Seagulls, Tony Williams, T-Rex. So this is obviously 2011. They, oh, was that his first year? Giant figure of Williams charging down the right touchline was a fearsome sight of opponents in 2010. He finished his first full season of first grade as the... Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
clubs leading try score with 16. Yeah, okay. So that's the back of the card there. So he was playing on the wing. This is his 2010. Wow, his weight was 114 kilos playing on the wing, which... You know, it doesn't seem that crazy now. I mean, still 114 kilos is a lot, but back then that was unheard of. Tony Williams, he was a wrecking ball. Say what you will about him. Those first few years when he burst onto the scene, he was incredible. Played State of Origin, played for Australia. He was unbelievable. I think he's still floating around. I think he might be back at Manly playing reserve grade there at the moment. I'm... COVID might have put an end to his career. I'm, I'm not too sure. He actually follows me on Instagram. He's a guy that I'd love to get on the podcast one day. I think he's had a really interesting career. Obviously, much maligned. Uh, he's been through a couple of clubs now. And, you know, just on his day, he was simply incredible. But then when it wasn't his day, he wasn't some serious Barney Rubble T-Rex. But uh, one guy that he's just full of memories. I mean, when he was at his best, he was unstoppable. 114 kilos on the wing, 195 centimetres. Simply unbelievable. Obviously, with his size, made his way into the middle but, geez, he was a wrecking ball when he was on. Our next man is one of my favorite players of all time, Gifty Glenn Stewart. Um, we talk, I talk about ball playing locks a lot, and this guy, he's one of the best to ever do it by a country mile. Um, the ability that Glenn Stewart had was simply incredible. I think he's the most underrated player for the Manly Seagulls during that period. And, you know, people hold him in high regard, but I don't think he's held in high enough regard. I would still call him underrated, to be honest with you. Glenn Stewart was a very, very special footballer. He was something else. I'll never forget the 2011 grand final um, when he put in the kick for Michael Robertson. That was that was just such a ballsy play. I know it was just before half time, but still to kick in your own half, you know, a grubber like that, just unheard of. I, I think I spoke about this the other day too, but the ball playing that he possessed and just how tough he was, he was something else, Glenn Stewart. He's a guy that would have been successful in rugby league regardless of what year it was. A real talent. Uh, we've got two more cards left. Our next man is Matty Cooper. I always refer to Matty Cooper as the pure center. We don't see many pure centers anymore, but Matt Cooper, he really was. Uh, defensively, he was sensational, which as a center, I think it's the most important part of your role, and I don't think it's spoken about anywhere near enough. Matty Cooper, he was a sensational defender. He is right up there with Josh Morris as far as defensive centers go for me. He was simply incredible, and in attack, he was unbelievable. Not a bad-looking rooster either. I'm sure, sure he did his fair bit of damage out on the dance floors of uh, Wollongong and whatnot. Um, seems to be a champion fella too. Uh, he's obviously done a lot of really good things in the community since he's retired, and he's a guy that I'll never forget for the Dragons. I think he was kind of overshadowed a little bit because he had Mark Gasney as his other centre partner, but Matt Cooper, he was so consistent. One of the best players the Dragons have ever seen. I'm sure he's just a one-club player there. He scored over 100 tries for them. A sensational player, Matty Cooper. Really, really talented guy. Our last card for today is Brent Tate. Now, Brent Tate obviously started his career with the Brisbane Broncos, made his way over to the New Zealand Warriors, and then I believe he finished his career with the North Queensland Cowboys, a Queensland great um, Brent Tate, you know, he obviously had a lot of injuries to overcome. And, you know, I don't think any of us will ever forget that footage of Brent Tate sitting in the change rooms after one of the Cowboys games, I think it was, when he just looked broken. And, geez, it was hard to see the harsh reality of rugby league in that moment. Uh, a guy that's achieved so much and it looked like his career was going to be over. I think it was knee injuries, neck injuries. Everything was going wrong for Brent Tate, a guy with so much ability and, to see such a raw moment on TV, I, I, I'm not sure if it should have been shown, to be honest with you, but it was a good reality check for all the fans at home that, you know, want to bag these guys all the time and you don't really see what they go through behind the scenes. Uh, Brent Tate, obviously, you know, a Queensland great as well. Uh, when he played for the Kangaroos, he was sensational. There's one try 
that I would advise you go and look up on YouTube that I'm pretty sure I'm remembering correctly. He scoots from dummy half on about his own 13. He goes the length down the right touchline. Brent Tate, he was just so quick and so strong. And sometimes he looked a little bit unco in what he was doing, but he just always found a way to the try line. A sensational footballer, Brent Tate. I'm assuming he would have been in that 2006 grand final team. Someone might have to check that for me, but I think he won a premiership with the Broncos in 06, and I think he left the Warriors soon after. I could be wrong, though, but... Yeah, Brent Tate, one of the best centre wings we've seen, a sensational footballer and a guy that had to overcome a lot of obstacles in his career. A really inspirational sort of guy, whether it be Brisbane, North Queensland, New Zealand, uh, playing for the Kangaroos, playing for the Maroons, wherever he was, he really was a talent. Thanks for tuning in again. We hope to do more of these over the next few days. You might do one of these every two or three days because I thoroughly enjoy them and I've only got positive feedback of these footy cards ones. So if you're not enjoying them, let me know and I can give them the the old boot, but uh, until then, have a good arbo, uh, kicked corners, and always play smart footy.